0: For joining us, my talk one Everything entertainment being very productive on this Tuesday of a short work week for many of you, including us. And of course, uh, we'll have the uh, the very famous, world-known study of dumb coming up at the bottom of the hour. Oh
2: no! Wasn't oh. last week? Didn't we go off the rails with one again? Again? Who even knows? When you're gone, I just
1: no. I was them. here last was, week. Oh, we you did were... it. Yeah, we had a very very funny one. We did. We, we did. did. No. We made us we made a, th- a promo out of it whatever it was. Oh. It was peagling and keagling, oh, something dear. to do with that. Yeah. yeah.
2: As one does. As
1: one does. Oh my gosh. So oh, I was in Vegas one week too
2: early. You were
1: Yeah, guess who showed up at Janet Jackson's show on Saturday night at her she's at uh, the Park residency, Her Metamorphosis started Beyoncé. And Kelly Rowland were there, and they were spotted on the jumbotron grooving along to "What Have You Done for Me Lately." How much
2: fun would that be? How much
1: do we love that song?
2: Yeah. Oh, that was what a great have song. You "Done for Me Lately." Hmm.
1: Anyway, yeah, they enjoyed a girls' night out. I
2: like knowing that.
1: Yeah, I, I think do that's too. really cute. The, the tickets are selling well for Miss Jackson. Miss Jackson. My mom and I thought about um, maybe we would go right on Monday night, our free night, because I was there a week ago, and then we ruled out. You know, Magic Mike. Um, was
2: that hard? Uh,
1: not really. My mom said she could go on YouTube if she needed to see anybody <laughs> naked. And uh, Janet I'm glad ja- that she's resourceful. So cool. Yeah. And Janet Jackson wasn't really playing happy. on Monday night.
2: Okay. Got it. Yeah.
1: You know, Monday night is could be how iffy much, what shows. But
2: how much can you pack in?
1: Yeah. You know, yeah. We saw two nights yeah, out of did. three. That was good. You, you did. Know, so
2: mm-hmm anyway so that had to be kind of fun uh, for the crowd that went to that i think so well bruce springsteen is going on tour with his east street band donnie will you look up if he's going to be coming here sure i don't
1: know that they've even
2: announced it
1: well, they're going to record in the autumn, and then they'll go. They don't have tour dates. They don't. Yeah, no. Yeah, well, know.
2: Western Stars. I saw the cover for this album, his new album. That is just his solo album. Right. It's so yummy.
0: Yeah, it the looks cover. good. That's
1: coming out like the week after Madonna. June 14th. Because yeah, yeah. Madonna's is next week. Oh dear, bread and beer. Also,
0: I received an email uh, to you guys. Yeah. Uh, it is from Lori, and mm-hmm. she uh, says, with three exclamation points, new season Animal Kingdom tonight. Oh, did oh, that Lori start tonight? That. Oh, I love that show. I love that show <laughs> so
1: much. Alan Barkin and those good-looking Scott boys. Scott Speedman. Well, Scott uh, yeah. Speedman. Oh, you know, don't tell me anything. Okay, I won't. Because
2: I haven't watched the whole show yet.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. that is You
2: love that show.
1: It, it is The Sopranos On in Southern California. I need to see I that. It's I need good. to see that. Eight
0: o'clock, TNT. Oh,
2: All right.
1: Well, yeah, That is a good show. Thank you for reminding us about that. But yeah, Bruce just said he's in Rome. His daughter's an equestrian. Yes. Very and he just was asked, are you going... Because you've got this solo album. He yeah. said, yes, I'm going to be recording this fall and then we'll go out and tour... Just because I'm turning seventy, that doesn't mean anything.
2: That means nothing. Ariana Grande got a Grande got a wax figure.
1: Okay, and- they used her old nose. You know, she got she's a different nose than what she came into the world with.
2: Sharon Stone's soon to have a different face. What?
1: What? She What's announced that. She- no, not Sharon Stone. No, not Sharon Stone. Don't Stone. Sorry, she's like, go back, go
2: back to, <laughs> to Ariana, Ariana Grande. <laughs> Would you be upset if they used your wrong nose? Well.
1: It doesn't look anything like her. It really looks like Sammy from Jersey Shores. It doesn't. This girl. Look, yeah. It doesn't look anything like Ariana Grande and I love that she just wrote Thank You Next. Mm-hmm. But um no, she Ariana Grande had like a nose job when she was like 15 or 16. So she had, you know that's like that's not a long not, time
2: ago. Yeah, no, she's yeah, 25. Ago, yeah, yeah. Years. So we're sure. used to that, this
1: other nose. It's quite a while ago. That's a very popular and people are pleased with that surgery. The nose job? Yeah, I remember I had a girlfriend who was Not like me. like um in high school and had a had a nose job when she was like a freshman in college to mm-hmm. take out a bump. And she was so happy.
2: She was so happy. Well, the people are happy with that She was so one.
1: happy with it and people in her family gave her so much crap, but she absolutely hated the bump in her nose. Then Sharon, you get it what? out.
2: Well, Sharon Osbourne announced today on the talk. Yeah. That she's gonna have a new face when she comes back. She's had so many. Uh huh. I'm having it in August. So when I come back in September, I will have a new face. She goes on to say, I like, um, on Naba says, but I like this face. To which Sharon replied, You'll like the new one? You're just used to it. You'll like the new one too. So she has confessed to undergoing everything stretched, peeled, laser, veneered, enhanced, removed altogether. Yeah. And she just, uh, said, I didn't wanna look like my mom. That's why she started having the plastic surgery. Um and uh wow.
1: Yeah, if you saw what she looked like when she and Ozzy first met in the seventies and stuff. She um, she
2: looks fantastic. Yeah. It's yeah. worked for her.
1: Yeah, it has worked it for has her. It has
2: worked for her.
1: <sighs> Tiger Woods was also at uh the Janet Jackson Metamorphosis. Was? He, he got a picture with her. Oh, uh, And, you know, he's really lost a lot of hair. Speaking of someone else who's lost a lot of hair, Miss Jackson just looks darling. Um, So she had some big names there at her big thing. And then Britney Spears' family is trying to keep that Sam lufty. He's circling around.
2: He's still coming back in.
1: Yes, yes. Um, They say he has been sending harassing and threatening texts to Britney and her family And they are trying to get a restraining order. It's the second time they've had to get a restraining order against him. Why doesn't he leave them alone?
2: I don't know. He must be getting something out of it. Well, he's hoping to be her manager again and make money. Make her be estranged from her family, and then he can get in there. Yeah. Anyway. Get in, get out, or hide. People are excited because tonight's the opening night for Dear Evan Hansen.
1: Oh, is it's that tonight here?
2: Yes, tonight, the Broadway show. I'm going mm-hmm. tomorrow, But mm-hmm. people I'm are very show, excited about this play.
1: You're going to that. Uh-huh. I'm going to go see Rocket Man for us. Yes, you are. I mean, that's because that uh, got, you know... Yeah, I know. People are loving that movie, yeah, at right. least at the Cannes Film Festival. Um, but uh, John, Elton John, uh, did uh, wrote an essay in The Guardian, and he said that studios wanted to tone down the sex and the drugs so the film would get a PG-13 rating. But I didn't live a PG-13 rated life. I didn't want a film packed completely with drugs and sex, but I did a lot of both of those in the 70s and 80s. There didn't seem to be... Too much point making a movie that implied after every gig I'd quietly gone back to my hotel room with a glass of warm milk and the Gideon's Bible for company. <laughs> right.
2: That wasn't how it
1: worked. He said it was important to keep the fantasy elements in the movie. I guess we see some things where his imagination takes over. Oh, okay. Where he kind of, where he gets some of the inspiration. Okay. Maybe we'll figure out where Crocodile Rock came from. Mm-hmm. It,
2: was bad, it was an acid It was an acid
1: trip. Yes, trip. Mm-hmm. He said, I lived in my own head so much as a kid. It was, it, it. my when my career took off, it didn't seem real to me. And he said, I wasn't. And overnight success by any means, but when it happened, it went off like a missile, and that happened for him at the Troubadour. He went That's in right. that night as an unknown, and he came out of the Troubadour. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. Like he said, he he felt like he just knew he like every. So I guess that is a pivotal scene. And of course, you know, we the Troubadour right there in West Hollywood, next to Dantana's. And that's where he said, that's where, like, overnight he came out and people, he was the talk of LA. Did wow. you see that nerdy British guy? Yeah. At the troubadour
0: last mm-hmm. night. You know, he started out just doing a lot of just session work. Yeah. And on one of the, this song, you know this song, and this is Elton John on piano. He ain't heavy, he's my brother. Oh, yeah. I love this song. That's Elton playing piano. Really? Well, he let's played listen. on the session.
2: That's the song.
0: And is a session pianist.
2: What a beautiful song! I love, I love that, song. that song. Who's singing that, Denny? That's the Hollies. Mm-hmm. Yep. Of course, it's the Hollies.
1: Graham Nash.
2: Mm-hmm. Gosh, I love that song. You know, today mm-hmm. Jennifer Hudson, um, the uh, Pulitzer folks had a um, a luncheon, the Pulitzer luncheon, and they tributed um, a special citation award to um, Aretha Franklin. Yeah, and. Um, she performed Amazing Grace, Jennifer Hudson. Oh, oh I gosh. still think about when she's saying moving on up to the Jeffersons oh, last week live. I'm so that. good. She's she's really a force. Yeah, she is. And she went through a lot of, remember when her mom and her cousins were shot? and Her, her br- mom, her, mom, her, her sister, sister, her cousin, and I think. nephew. Yeah. And it was her sister's boyfriend
1: who killed yeah. all of them. And then she's been trying to get away from that. David guy who, who she
2: can't ditch, who's the dad of her baby.
1: Yeah, and he was in like the second season of I Love New York, and that girl got a spin-off from being on Flavor Flav? Yeah, Flavor Flav Flavor of Love. You- Flavor Flav. Oh boy, that show.
2: <laughs> you love that
1: show. I loved that show and I loved <laughs> Rock of <laughs> Love. I wish we each one could figure out who the new Rock of Love would be. Yeah, and who get would it, going. it be? I don't know, Julia. Who is a, a young, rocker or a rocker. rapper who needs a, a second chance? It's probably too there's many. There's to many of them. Yeah, there's <laughs> probably a lot. That's the problem. That's probably a lot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, listen, um, when we come back, we got Holly coming in with the Dirt Alert. And then, yes, of course, the study of Da is happening. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert.
0: Toodler, toodler, toodler,
1: toodler. All right, Holly. Did you have a good Memorial Weekend? these I three did. Days off? Yeah. It was
0: very lovely. Good. You know, washed out a little bit, but got but, a little bit of sun. Oh, at the wasn't that nice time. Just to
1: have three days? Oh, oh yeah. Felt I good. feel
0: like we need to have that <laughs> be, you know, maybe a regular thing for society at large. Somebody run, run on somebody that platform. Run on the four-day four work week, work week, at platform. least summer hours. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Julia. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about Mandy Moore. Over the weekend, she made it to the Mount Everest base camp, and she has been chronicling her journeys uh, in mountaineering on Instagram a lot. And this apparently was part of her bucket list was to make it to the base camp at Mount Everest. She spent more than a week uh, trekking through the Nepalese terrain to reach the base camp on Sunday, which sits 17,700 feet above sea level, and she was also reflecting on this difficult experience on Instagram and, and taking time to honor those whose lives were lost or have been lost this mountaineering season. Eleven people have passed away. But she wasn't going Rivers. past base nope, camp. No, that won. was her goal because that is a lot. It's 17,700 yeah. feet. That uh, is a lot. Yeah. Well, and this was top of mind too. Lots of stories. Over the weekend, that photograph—I believe on um, Friday or Saturday—that went viral at the summit of Mount Everest, where that there was, was a terrifying. line, terrible, of people waiting. Three
1: hundred people on a skinny little. I it yeah. gave me vertigo looking at it.
2: I was absolutely no. It gave set. me an anxiety attack thinking uh-huh. being up there with no oxygen and not being
0: able to leave. Right. There was a great New York Times article about some of the people who were at the peak of Mount Everest this hiking season, and just all of the stuff and all of the the po- politics and the policies and all of this stuff that has that made that picture yeah. happen.
1: Yeah. So she just wanted to do to, to get to base camp because even that is quite a track.
0: Well, seventeen thousand yeah.
1: seven hundred. Because I know people who like when I did the Tanzanian safari, they did Kilimanjaro and then the Serengeti, mm-hmm. and that even Kilimanjaro. Emmy
2: Robar on Good Morning America yeah. is a climber too. She is. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh.
0: Yeah. I don't yeah. Do it. It, it, it is Mandy intense. Did Mandy say it was hard? Yeah, she said yeah. it was incredibly, incredibly difficult. She said traversing this terrain has it challenges. Breathing at altitude 17,000 mm-hmm. feet is absolutely no joke. She said it's not easy besides hydration and staying nourished. Breathing is the vital key in the fight against altitude sickness. And she said it's a major takeaway that I'll be employing back in the real world, whether I'm in the midst of a tough workout or a weird day, mind blown, just essentially keeping your breath under control. And like you said, Julia, mm-hmm. the people at the summit of Mount Everest. They're going with minimal oxygen because they can't carry the equipment. And all
1: these crazy alien stories can't be true. Can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there. The Unidentified Alien podcast. Or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe
0: Take, yeah. so hell well, they it call it the death zone I, I just, I just it, yeah it, it's oh, incredible wow. but glad that good for Mandy is she with her husband no she actually does this with a group Girl of friends, friends. and uh, I think that she's sponsored by Eddie Bauer she oh, is yeah? she thanks him okay. and everything yes okay. <laughs> so there you the go the Eddie Bauer tracking team okay. yes exactly uh, let's go over to Amazon.com Mindy Kaling she has a new movie with Amazon Studios called Late Night with Emma Thompson that's coming out in theaters in the next couple of weeks yeah, it looks so good
2: it does I love Emma good. Thompson
0: Yes. Oh, she's fantastic. And Mindy Kaling is working with Amazon even more. She just announced that she's bringing personal essays to Amazon original stories in 2020. She's calling these a series of bite sized essays spanning the past few years about her life, working in the business, being a single mom. And so Amazon getting into the publishing game. Naturally, yeah. Mm-hmm. But with these little stories, I wonder what how this is going to play out, and if more writers are going to want to be enticed to write little nuggets of stories for Amazon. So, we have that to look well, forward when, to. Yeah, we,
2: we give buy a lot of damn books there. Yeah. Well, how about how about be Bezos <laughs> giving signing
0: the yes. pledge,
1: the Bill and Melinda Gates pledge to give she, away half her money that
2: she.
0: Yeah, for the Yep. Good for it. Yep. She signed that. She is giving half of her $36 billion fortune to charitable efforts. And like you just said, Lori, she has signed that initiative, excuse me, signed by Warren Buffett and Bill Gates. 19 other people have pledged to the giving campaign. And the campaign asked that very wealthy people give half of their assets away during their lifetime or in their wills. And 204 people have signed up for the program. So far,
1: that's it. Out of all the rich people, Bezos himself hasn't even done yeah, they, it. Yeah, I Jeff felt Bezos, like they
2: already signed it. No, no. Jeff
1: right. Bezos, he praised her for doing it, and it's like, all right. you know, it's like, okay. I bet his new girlfriend doesn't want him
0: to do exactly. that. Exactly. Oh, that's <laughs> oh Hollywood I mean, speak. I mean, there, I like it, Lori. Yes. I'll go with you. <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt back in the news today. As she's on a podcast and she's talking about some of the projects that she's working on in 2019. One. One would be a reunion of the classic teen comedy Can't Hardly Wait. And one is a reboot of her film Heartbreakers back in 2001. You remember that with movie? No. no. Heartbreakers was with Sigourney Weaver and Jennifer Love Hewitt, and they played a mother-daughter con team who conned rich men down in Miami. This one starred Gene Hackman. He played... Oh, God, I love Gene Hackman. Yeah. yeah. I want to go back and watch it, whatever it is. It's really cute. It's one of those movies... Ray Laoda. Did it just kind of get lost? Or it kind of got kinda, lost, yeah. but whenever it's on TV, it's, it's a good. delight to okay. stop and well, watch it. It's got good people in it. It does have good people in it. So with that project, Jennifer Love Hewitt wants to produce it and not star in it and for the role of the mother in the new tv series she really wants jamie lee curtis to play the sigourney weaver role oh nice and with can't hardly wait i feel like you guys have seen that movie yes Yes, Yes. of course Mm -hmm. like a classic in the teen canon that came out Mm -hmm. 21 years ago and she said she's working on reuniting all of the cast and she wants to direct a reunion and she really Good wants to make it. So that would be amazing. Yeah. So, And she was also talking about being off of the scene. So she didn't do any projects between 2015 and 2018 she after gets. her second kid was born. Yeah. She said, I learned that I had not spent enough time on my mental health in that period. Jennifer Love Hewitt said, I started working when I was 10. And up until having my children, I maybe had two months off of my whole life, and that's just not enough time. Yeah,
2: she's been no. on 911. Yeah. The new one, the Fox 911 right. for 2018 19 season.
0: Yeah, so she's working now, and she said that, you know, that's a good job for her. She has other projects, but, you know, take some time. Self care for yourself, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Iggy Azalea is res- I think a lot of people want to take some time, but can't afford it. <laughs> well, well yeah.
2: I think yeah. that that is. duh, duh. I mean, duh, Julia. I'm just <laughs> getting ready for the study Yeah, that. I was going to say, you should have saved that yeah. one for next segment. Uh, sorry, yes, many sorry. P- I blew
0: the wad, Laura. Sorry. Oh, dear. Alright, let's move on to Iggy Azalea. She's responding to a nude photo leak over the weekend. She said she's angry that they were not immediately deleted. So, she deactivated her Instagram and her Twitter accounts yesterday after this nude photo of her leaked online. And uh, this photo appears to have been taken during a photo shoot with GQ Australia. And uh, she is not happy about it, and it was from this... No, this photo shoot in December of 2016, where she was uh, shooting for Woman of the Year. She's posing braless with only a wet white t-shirt, and she was also photographed completely topless. Those were not supposed to be released. They were leaked, and she said that she fully intent on finding out where the leak originated and pressing criminal charges. Wow! Somebody
1: on that location. Somebody on that location set or something, right? Yeah, somebody who had
0: access access to the files. But
1: like three years later they come out, and...
0: Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that does suck. It mm-hmm. does. And speaking of, uh, well, not nude photo leaks, but Rob Lowe, he's talking with the oh. British <laughs> the British we newspaper, like the Telegraph. And he was asked, handsome Rob Lowe, if he considers himself to be more or less vain than the average British man. And he said, that's a low bar. Can mm. we talk about William? He said, I mean, the future king of your country let himself lose his own hair. So when I say British men set a very low bar, honestly, one of the great traumatic experiences of my life was watching Prince William lose his hair. I think but this said, is very funny. I think it was funny, <laughs> yes, it was funny and we've been talking about it forever. Oh, he said, but he's going to be the king of England and there's a pill. And uh, Rob Lowe said he doesn't mess around with his own hair. He said the first glimmer that a single hair of mine was going to fall out. I was having stuff mainlined into my veins. And he said, that's what I did for the next 30 years. Mm, so Roblo keeping his hair luscious just for us yeah. stay vain Roblo. stay vain
1: that's right <laughs> yeah no kidding William just I guess he just doesn't care they don't and we decided that the, no royal has ever gotten a hair transplant nor will they
2: I feel like they've got power. They don't to. They need wore those white wigs air. back in the day, and once they could free their head
0: from the wig. Let it breathe. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is a piece of advice for all sorts of places on your body, isn't it? Oh. Let it breathe. All
1: right, what's happening? Is it quiet road
0: conditions? You know, it, it was, business. It was... In a golden So happy for me. Oh, okay hey look everybody
1: well, this, is the deal. this is a study of duh um but all age groups they did this study said they believe that they are more narcissistic and entitled than the generation before before them okay, okay. but millennials and generation z find that, so that's people like 18 to 25, right. they get the most upset when they're labeled narcissistic, entitled, and oversensitive. And I thought that is more because between the ages of 18 and 25, you don't want to be you're labeled you might you're be upset over everything. about everything. everything. Yes. 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 It hasn't got anything yes. to do no. with what generation no. yes. you are. You just... You know more than you think that you know, so you get upset when yes, you realize you know nothing. That. I would so agree with that. This study <laughs> is just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And even though they did a lot of work, um, I mean, this is I, let me tell you where this was published, people. Um, oh jeez, it was published in
0: some sort of a stuffy journal.
1: Yeah, let me tell yeah. you, it was okay. study. It was in the um, Bowling Green State University. Uh, did this study. Okay. And um, just so you know, they're now calling millennials are. Um, millennials. Ni- no, millennials are 1977 to 1994.
2: So my kids aren't even millennials.
0: <laughs> no. Okay.
1: Yeah, that doesn't seem right. And Gen Z is 1995 to 2012. See, they can't even agree on that. Anyway, eighteen to twenty-five year olds don't tell them they're narcissistic, entitled, or oversensitive. They're going to be mad at you. Yep, pretty right much. so. It's
2: they, just they, the they age don't group need, too.
1: they don't need to hear that. I- okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Here's a study of duh. The Brits get drunk more often than anyone else in the whole wide world. Um, Huzzah! Huzzah! <laughs> followed by the U.S., Canada, and Australia. And this is from the eighth annual Global Drug Survey. Thought to be the largest poll on substance abuse in the world, really, and it is—it is the Brits who are leading the way, with the U.S., Canada, and Australia closely. I was going to say Australia's got to be up there. All right, Mm -hmm. but people are drinking less than they did ten years ago. All right, just just so you know that. But um, I bet it's up this year. It it could be. It could be. the guy who founded the global drugs uh, survey said, uh, we get told too much is too bad, but you know, we we don't, in the UK, people don't like to do things necessarily in moderation. And when times are upsetting, people turn well, to the drinks. They've now. been dealing
2: with Brexit for yeah. years.
1: That's right.
2: All right, so, there you go. So that's
1: happening. Uh, but I was real surprised that, uh, you know, Ireland was kind of more in the middle of the list and... Mm-hmm. Spain was way down there. France was way down. Is the you know really the uh, English speaking uh, countries? Yeah, boozing it up, <laughs> imbibing as it were, imbibing as yes, it were.
2: Exactly.
1: Okay, <laughs> um, okay. So what's another? Um, okay, this is a great one. This is a great one. We are more likely to leave a bad restaurant review when it's raining outside. So people okay. who went to restaurants what? yesterday. Be careful. Be careful. Diners are three times more likely to leave a bad review for a restaurant when it's raining. This Can is from Ohio why? State University. It's a duh, though. It is a duh. Yep. But they did not realize how much crummy weather influences bad moods, which is in effect linked to diners viewing their dining experience in a more negative light and then actually taking the time to share it. And bad moods can extend to restaurant employees who may be less friendly or empathetic to diners when it's raining out. Mm-hmm. And of course, restaurants can't control the weather. Um, but Stormy
2: um, weather. rain,
1: high temperatures, and barometric pressure all seem to be associated with poor reviews. I totally believe this, Laurie. Mm-hmm. Researchers found when the weather is nice, People's moods are more positive. When people are in better moods, you're more likely to recommend the restaurant to others, showing that happier moods were linked to positive recommendations, blah, blah, blah. They did people in the Midwest, Northeast, and if you dine during unpleasant conditions, very cold, raining, or snowing, I'm
2: sorry for all the reviews yeah, our poor well, Minnesota duh. restaurants have gotten probably for the last six months. It affects how Jeez. much you enjoy, well, yeah, well, of course. Well, it, everything. It does seem like a dub, but it still, does. at the same
1: time, you know, it's I would good be- to know. Like, if you owned a restaurant, right. you happen to be listening to this right now. As I all do. Yeah, that you would just What do you maybe do,
0: clothes when it rains? Know no, that you put in a little <laughs>
1: bit more effort. Maybe you have somebody stop and you freshen up some flowers. Right. You turn on the reasonable. fireplace if you have yeah, one. Yeah, you turn up the heat. Turn up the heat, that you just do something knowing that extra. people are a
2: little... It and just your can give you little is going to be a little crabby, too, though. Yeah. Because the, it affects everybody. Yes.
1: So... I mean, this was published by the Journal of Hospitality and Tourism Research, which I still subscribe to, even though it has been seventeen years since I've been in the hospitality and tourism. Uh So you know, you could offer, you could play, change your music, you could offer like a free appetizer. Mm -hmm. You know, you could do, you can do some things when the weather's crappy, and
2: you get you get mad if you're in the rain and you can't find a parking. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, Yeah, I like that. So managers
1: pay attention to the forecast and do your best to keep your servers and diners
2: feeling good on the wet Maybe days. you just say who's ever got the star under their seat? You get a free dinner. Yeah, there you go.
1: They do that on Spirit
2: Airlines. Do they? On well, every they flight.
1: They give like 10,000 miles or something. Oh, Someone do has they? a star and I don't know if it's under their seat. It might be their
2: tray table. Oh, okay. That's funny. There's no one wants to feel
1: under no. the seat. Okay. Now this, this, is, this is a study of dub, but yet nevertheless, we must report it. Um, Motherhood ages
2: you. Yeah, well, <laughs> 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 that's for sure.
1: Yeah,
2: it's expensive. Yeah. What no is mothers
1: fun? raising school age children spend nearly a hundred hours a week on parenting tasks, including and that means sacrificing oh. sleep and me time. And basically, if they got paid. It would be equivalent to a six-figure job.
2: Oh, I believe it. A
1: hundred hours a week? Where do the moms carve out the extra time for this massive job? More than half said they sacrifice sleep for their kids, while another half regularly give up date nights, hobbies, gym time, or time with friends. Um. It's incredible how many jobs moms juggle in their everyday life. So it's not a surprise that all these other things get put to the wayside. M- moms want to, like, moms might not eat healthy, but they are interested in making sure their kids are eating mm. healthy. And um, anyway, yeah, they just researchers found such a job would pay a handsome six figure salary, a whopping $100,460 per year if moms were paid for their work as parents. And that's despite the fact that seventy percent of the mothers in this particular study worked a full or part-time job mm-hmm. to boot.
2: I I know this. Yeah, but it's, hearing it out loud is kind of kind shocking. of shocking, <laughs> isn't it? it? It explains a lot. Yeah, but I
1: mean, yeah, and for most of them, you just you you get up early, stay up late, or you do both. There you go. Yeah. So anyway,
2: thank you, parents out there.
1: Yeah. But still 69% of the moms said they want to spend even more time with their kids, but it's an impossible job, but somehow they pull it off. So that's why I guess always the single parents always give a helping hand or whatever you can to think about that.
2: Full, full time. Full, full, full time. Yeah. That would be hard. All right. And
1: in the world of food, I have this study for you. Who do you think would be the type of person who would be the least open to eating insects? Should there be some kind of a food apocalypse or something that would require strategy?
2: Least likely, yeah, a personality. mm -hmm. You? (laughs) No, No. I would say (laughs) a white man.
1: Yeah. Well, it would be the vegans, the hardcore vegans, are the least open to helping solve the world's. Um, if there, should there be a shortage of food?
2: They're, they refuse. They would
1: turn up their nose at insects. How can they? They, they eat would turn basically up their-
2: insects. <laughs> <laughs> so they, I'm not offending anybody, uh, no. and I'm just kidding. They looked at. Um,
1: I should have put this out. They looked at omnivores, non-vegan vegetarians, and vegans. And vegans are the most negative and inflexible Ooh. towards diets compared to the. I'm a non-vegan vegetarian. I know you are. I know. You and are. an omnivore does that eat meat? Yes. You eat meat? Yeah, everything. Um, yeah. They just they no matter what. Vegans said even if they would help the world, come up with a shortage of food, eating insects is irresponsible and morally wrong, and you cannot change <laughs> their mind about that. Well. I feel like this is something that, this was published in (laughs) in Nutrients and I don't feel like this is a surprise because to be a vegan, a strict vegan, you have to be very stern about what you think about food. Right? Are they
0: in Mm -hmm. a bad mood a lot?
1: Could be angry or they could be that they're used to it and that they they like it. I don't know. I've never really met anyone who's like 100%
2: vegan, Mm -hmm. vegan. We have, Lori. We know people. I don't know one person oh, that didn't have
1: their... Charlie. Okay. Yeah, he is a strict... Yeah. He is. He's not even a bacon no, vegetarian. No, we know vegetarian. Yeah. He's about the only one, and, and he's not hungry. he's the happiest angry.
2: guy we know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But he's practiced it for a long time. Yes, he has. You know what I've... Christy been- Brinkley. I think she eats bacon once in a while.
2: <laughs> no, she doesn't. She's been a vegan since she was 13. Really? That's why in her beauty book that I still haven't read daily.
1: Julia, she has had plastic surgery, and we have just got to get it out of her. Who is that person we need? <laughs> we demand to know the name. All right, listen, we'll be right back
2: with Favorite That's going to be our call-in if you've had good plastic surgery.
0: Oh, she's sweet but aside
2: was that That's in your right. life uh, Ariana She's Grande sweet.
1: looking like a wax figure from 10 years ago oh. uh, we posted that Adam Levine, you know, he quit The Voice or he was not renewed. Take your pick. He's had a lot of hairstyles on The Voice. And he's producing a new show. It's on tonight. There's some new talent. Songland. Songland. Oh, dear. Another
0: singing show. Another
1: singing show. So uh, we posted. He really has changed his hair, like, a lot. Yeah. I do give him props for that. Gwyneth Paltrow is selling $320 Goop bikinis, and she's her own model. Good for her. It's just a nice triangle bikini, yeah. which you could get the same one at Nani Nalu for like $160.
2: D- then that's good advice. Yeah. And they will make sure it looks perfect on you at Nani Nalu. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, you know, I bought one I bought one in April. I was like, mm-hmm. I need another suit. And I always huh? want to buy too big of a bottom. Right. And they were always like, nope, that is too big on you.
2: You're good. Yeah. I always hear that too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the instinct is to buy a bigger bottom. You think you look smaller? Right. It isn't. It, 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 you need to sh- expose some of your bum. Yeah. Yeah, it looks good. So anyway, but good, I, my right.
1: instinct is always to get the fuller bottom. And they're right. like, now,
2: now, now. Don't do it. Uh,
1: and then um, our favorite headline was Mackenzie Bezos uh, giving up half of her $37 billion. She doesn't know how she's going to do it, but she wants to give it all away while she's alive.
2: I love that. Nice.
1: Yeah. Okay, I then, have to um, tell you something.
2: Yes. Well, this is, this is for our sports related fans. Okay. Um, the Gopher women's softball team for the first time ever, I believe is going to be in the College World Series. Correct. And they're playing their number seven seed and they're playing number two seed, which is UCLA this Thursday at Here? one. No, no, there, there, yeah. wherever it is. Yeah. Um, and it's at one 30 and you can tape it. It's on ESPN. Fun, yeah. I just think that's really cool. So shout out to the well, half our family
1: was at the Twins game on Saturday, and they just had so a was ball. the
2: rest thirty thousand people, people? were
1: there. Yeah, fun. The it, women play in Oklahoma City. Is that, is that where, where they're playing? That's okay. where the World Series is. All right, but yeah, it was kind of fun to see the you know the stadium was all full. I didn't I didn't want to go because I'm like I'm worthless for sitting in chairs.
2: You are. Because people, you have a black sling on your arm, and your arm has been in a sling for how long has it been now? Three weeks. Three weeks, and you've got another? Four weeks. Okay, sorry to depress you by saying yeah. that number out loud because I know, know it's, Lori's never comfortable, but it's not bright orange. People forget about it, it Lori. It needs
1: to be bright
2: orange. I know it does. It, That's what I was thinking. Whoever is making
1: these roto cuff things at Tria. Try and order them in fluorescent.
0: the only, the only color it came in was black.
1: I'm sure that they think mm. that that's because people it's going to be or, un- right. But what you it is, need. people think you're carrying a coat or you've got something in your arm. And, and
2: everyone bumps into you. And people you.
1: keep bump, they just bump into you or yeah, they touch yeah. you. If
2: it was a traffic cone orange. That's what I'm saying. We need to even point. tie a bana- bandana on it. A traffic school orange bandana. Because yeah. people to go, oh, I thought you had a coat hanging over your arm. Yeah, they don't see it. You don't see it. No, yeah. and you had a scarf on it for the celebration of life and people think that she's was, just wearing a scarf. I know. It was the, see? the digging in the neck. I know. <laughs> we need bright, bright orange. Okay,
1: the last person in the world I thought would admit to admit, uh, owning 800 wigs is Paris Hilton. I John saw Travolta. that. Yes. Paris Hilton told entertainment tonight I own 800 wigs, every color, every style. And remember when we discovered Sonny's wigs on Lake Street? Oh, yeah. Town? She said, I used to, I like to wear them when I go places like Disneyland and stuff. If I'm in a certain country or I want to go undercover, I just put on one of my wigs and I can be
2: in disguise. I I almost wore a wig to a party Friday night. You did? I just didn't want to do my hair. Yeah. And I just.
1: And if you own nice wigs.
2: Yeah. I have one still that I bought in Palm Springs that I like. Her friend Kim Kardashian, of course, wears
1: wigs. The thing with wigs, they're better than they used to be. Um, I use Helena Collection in New York. They do great wigs. We Uh know Joan Collins is fond of her wigs. Um, And anytime you're dramatically trying to do something different, um, Paris says you can do that. And she's a big fan of clip and bangs. Clip-in bangs. We haven't interest. tried those, Julia. Yes, we have. We
2: have. I have every type of clip-in hair.
1: You do. I remember I do. when we had the hair scrunchies.
2: I have that too. They sell them at the Mall of America. I know. Uh huh. They I, do. I know. What about my and little girls are wearing scrunchies again? They're all back in. The, really? You want to know why the they're glittery? more comfortable than a clip? Because it doesn't hurt your head. Right. I love a scrunchie. Did you and I sported a ponytail that was almost a fourth of an inch this weekend?
1: I've seen you do that before when your hair is short, when you put in a dental floss rubber band. I do.
2: <laughs> pretty much. No, it's bracers. A it's bracer. like a, a brace rubber it's band. Like a little tiny- no, it was, you know, my hair is short, but I pulled it back and pretended I had long hair. <laughs> yeah, I like to do that. Just because it's easier. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, Thin what the that. heck? Here's, uh, don't be afraid to do something just because you're scared of what people are going to say about you. Amen. People will judge you no matter what.
1: There you go. Thank you, Gandhi.
2: No problem. That was free. Mm-hmm. Do you know that? Um, that's all I got. Is that all you got? Is anyone going to watch
1: uh, Black Mirror when that comes back? Absolutely. Is Miley Cyrus in the first episode? I think she is. Yeah. She's
0: playing a pop star.
1: She's kind of promoting, doing some uh, little, she's got some clip-in bangs yep. and some bathing suit shots, and she's mm-hmm, like... Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if she's got a new album coming out. But she's, she's working on something. She's got things happening. Yeah, things happening. She yeah. has. Am I the only one who bought Younger now? I bought it for two songs, Malibu and Younger. I swear. I Did, put it on a. I I know, but I bought yeah. that CD too. Remember, no. no one really liked her country no, album. No, I didn't. No.
2: Okay, so James Corden... before got anybody got on tonight? No, before he was famous, he was um, in this TV show, which would be funny to go back and watch. I think it's on the BBC gavin and stacy and um he it's a british television show that he was starred on
1: and well, they're gonna he a young
2: actor because yeah. we saw him in the history boys yeah, right? right it's
0: been actually for a long time
2: and he is they're gonna do a big christmas special but that would be if you want to watch something fun because he's so funny i bet he was or you could watch funny. sex
1: education if and, you and younger back that. and younger is back on tv land An animal kingdom Obviously all we do now is watch watch T V in our new
2: life. We're just
1: waiting, you know, for some warmer weather to come (laughs) along. (laughs) So I'm gonna go buy a bigger TV. There you go. (laughs) We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.